Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Deal Machine Real Estate Investing Podcast. If you're an ambitious W-2 employee who wants to leave your day job within 12 months, earn a million dollars per year, drive your dream car, pursue your passions, and take control of your life, then this podcast is for you. Here, you're going to learn from people who have replaced their W-2 income by wholesaling real estate. It's a way to earn big checks by finding discounted real estate and passing it off to an investor who has money, making up to $25,000 as a finder's fee. We are going to provide you two weekly interviews and one expert-led class in front of a live audience on the Deal Machine community. My name is Ryan Haywood. Today, I'm going to talk to you about my journey in real estate, where I did leave my 9-to-5 job, started wholesaling, and now have gone on to earn a million dollars in real estate investing. The Deal Machine REI Podcast. Everything you need to know to get started in real estate investing. So today I am actually your host. So welcome, Ryan, to the podcast. Um, I've not actually had the opportunity to really dive into my story. And that's what I'm most excited about today because my story is exactly what we're hoping to find and exactly what we're hoping to help with. And that is how I left my nine to five job, how I got into real estate, how I was wholesaling and what that journey was like. So starting all the way back um, to the very beginning of my journey in real estate, it was in 2019. We were at the end of 2019. Um, and my wife, Megan, was pregnant with our third child. And we very pregnant, might I add. Nine months, like we were at the very end of term, very, very close to uh, de- the delivery date. And I had a good paying job in sales. I've always been, my background has always been in sales, whether I've been selling shoes at Foot Locker. Um, I have sold direct TV in a call center. I have sold fiber optic internet. So it's always been, I've always had a sales experience, which has given me some advantages in the world um, of, of sales. Um, so I had a very good paying job, but the struggles that salespeople tend to see is if you succeed, you're usually penalized. And what I had experienced was what I like to refer to as the sales haircut. And what and what that means is you're doing well and you're making good commissions and then they come along and like, hey, we got to change your pay structure because you're making too much. Um, it is a very odd phenomenon. It's very strange for anyone to want to reduce the pay of salespeople. To me, it's incentivizing most of us salespeople are motivated by uh, money Um, but that had happened a number of times the the environment at at that job had gotten to a point where it was so stressful I was working so many hours up to 80 hours a week didn't see the two kids already had Um, so there was a very decent level of concern that having a third child was only going to be I was only going to have less time to see the family, to be with Meg, to be with the kids. And so we knew something had to change. We had no clue at the time what wholesale real estate was. I remember it very clearly. We were sitting in the living room. The kids were already in bed. 
And Megan had found a 30-day wholesaling challenge on Instagram. And she immediately said, Ryan, you've got to try this. And to me, I was like, nope, I don't, I'm not interested in it. I don't know what it is. I have no idea. We did have two rental properties at the time. It was such a passive, like I didn't, I had no clue who the tenants were. I didn't even know if we were making money on them, but I had them. Don't know what I was doing with them. Um, So it was very poor performing real estate. You can't even count it as, as investing because it was, I was investing nothing. Um, So I was very not interested in wholesaling initially, but Megan knew what I would be interested in or knew what I would be successful in. So she continued to push, um, you know, a couple of days later, Hey, have you watched that video, that wholesaling challenge? You should really try it. Uh, and after enough pushing and prodding, cause that's what she knows. It takes me is a little bit of motivation after enough of that. I decided, okay, I'm going to look into this. I'm going to see what it's going to take. So I opened up the link, um, and I signed up for this 30 day wholesaling challenge. At the time, no idea what I was getting myself into, but I knew I absolutely did not want to go back to my nine to five job. We then have the baby. I'm on paternity leave and I'm like, I don't want to go back there. It was such a toxic environment. The stories that I could tell could, I mean, I've got days worth of stories of just the poor management in that position and I just did not, I was dreading going back. But at the same time, I was terrified because if I said, I'm not going back, I knew I could find a job with my sales experience, but I did not want to do another sales job. I was just going to set myself up for another sales position. And so I told Meg, I'm like, I'm not going to go back to United Fiber. I'm not going to go back to this sales job. And she's like, well, what are you going to do? And I'm like, I don't know, but I am never going to work for someone else again. And so fast forward, we start talking to some friends. You know, I was very, very taking it very easy uh, because I was on paternity leave. I had the time to, to think through the processes, but started on the wholesaling challenge. And from there, part of that process was, um, you had to add Deal Machine, um, which that is actually how I became aware of what Deal Machine was. Prior to this 30-day wholesaling challenge, I had no clue that an app existed um, that would help me through this. So download the app, and they introduce you to a thing called Driving for Dollars. And the concept of Driving for Dollars was to drive around and look for distressed properties and add them to your to your app. And so in my community at the time, there was just tons and tons of distressed properties. So I'm like, this will be easy. And so like, you know what, Meg, let's all go get in the car. It's a good way to let the kids kind of chill. The baby slept well in the car. So we went as a family and drove around and you needed to add I think it was like the first day I had to have 75 leads. Well, we went out and I think we easily added 75 leads in the first day, which was awesome and actually became very addictive. Like the process of going out and driving for dollars became fun, like finding the distressed properties. And we drove all over town that whole week and added 
uh, way more than what was needed. I think that the needed number was 250 to, to get your first deal. Um, and so what we did, we added those leads and then we sent the postcards. And for me, I was very nervous about, okay, I've done that process. Um, now what do I do? And the process kind of was a, you're in a waiting window. You're waiting for these people to start calling you from the postcards. There's some other things that you can do. Um, you could skip trace them and start calling them. Um, you could find, you could find buyers, uh, it, that are interested in buying distressed properties. And one of the things that they had mentioned in the challenge is just talking to people about what you're doing. And so I immediately started doing that. I started talking to my friends. I'd go to lunch and go, Hey Ryan, what are you doing? How are you enjoying your time off? I'm like, well, I'm starting this thing. It's called wholesaling. I'm trying to find distressed properties. And that's actually what led to the first deal. Uh, one of my friends having lunch, he's like, actually, I know a guy that has a house that he wants to get rid of. It caught on fire. He wants to get rid of this house. So I'm like, okay. So it gives me the number. I call him. I exp explain who I am, what I'm trying to do. He gives me information on how to get in the house. I go in. I take pictures. I have no clue what I am doing in terms of putting an offer together. No clue at all. And I probably messed up so many times because my offer, I'm walking through there. I'm like, I don't know what this house is worth. I don't know what, how much money this is going to take. So, you know, we're trying to do this 70% of ARV, but I don't really know what ARV meant and ends up it's after repair value. So what I do, I pull up Zillow and I'm like, I'm going to go off this estimate. It says the estimate is like, you know, a hundred thousand dollars. And then I need to come up with an idea for repair. And I'm walking through it. And I have some experience in in rehabbing houses, but not enough to be able to put a bid together. But I'm like, okay, worst case scenario, 30000 I had no rhyme, no reason, no math. It was simply just a guess. So ended up, we said to this guy, I'm like, I, I think I can give you $8,000 for this house. Um, and then he wanted me to explain how did I get to $8,000? And I'm like, oh gosh, like I have no clue how I'm going to explain that at all. I do my best. I'm like, okay, I'm finding that it's going to be worth this. I'm expecting that I'm going to need to put this much into it. Um, I need to get it at a low enough price to allow the numbers to you know, kind of move either way. If I'm off on, on the rehab or if I'm off on the ARV, I need to have room. Um, and then a room for a fee that I can, you know, potentially sell this deal to another investor. So explaining it. And after I explained it, he was okay with it. We got it under contract and then became the process of trying to find a buyer for this. And so all I knew at the time was like Facebook marketplace, just put it on a marketplace, investor deal, um, I think we put it out there for like 25000 Ended up, after putting it on Facebook, we did get a buyer that came in and offered twenty one. I actually had someone helping me with the process, so we split the the, the profit, and I made 8500 on my very first deal. And that only took two weeks. Hey guys, if you know you want to quit your job in the next three months, Make sure you're subscribed to this podcast because we've got some incredible frameworks with step-by-step -step instruction that you're not going to want to miss. Also, leave us a rating and review to let us know your favorite parts and why you want to get financial freedom. So 
the proof of concept was what sold me on this. Okay, I know how to get a property under contract, still terrifying, still didn't know if this was actually sustainable or if I could continue to do this. And at the time, I didn't know anyone else doing wholesaling. So there wasn't like I had, I didn't listen to podcasts. I didn't look at YouTube on wholesaling. I didn't have the resources that are out there now. It was literally just me going and totally free soloing, if you will, on wholesaling itself. Um, And to kind of go back to putting perspective in the journey, I can remember talking to Megan. I'm like, okay, how much money do I need to not have to go? If I'm making, if I'm doing things to earn money, how much money do we need to make sure I don't have to go back to the W2 job? And I have a journal entry that I made a little bar graph and I put, it was $4,500 that I needed. And I would do anything to get to that 4,500. If that meant I would have to go and help somebody do lawn care or whatever, I was prepared to do everything in my power to make sure I hit that 4,500. And I remember upon closing and going and picking up the check at the title company and being able to go all the way up to that bar graph and over what I needed. And in my mind, I'm like, I just got two months worth of living expenses on one transaction. And that blew my mind. I'm like, okay, I can relax. Now I've got two months to get another deal. So I'm still in that 30-day wholesaling challenge window. I still sent all those postcards. And now I am just waiting for the phone call to ring. And I, at the same time, I decided, you know what? I'm going to continue to drive for dollars. I'm going to go out and add leads. And then I'll, I'll never forget the very first phone call I got from a postcard. I was sitting in the rocking chair, rocking Abe, and all of a sudden my phone's ringing. And at first I'm like, that's not, I don't pass my number out to anybody. So the fact that somebody was calling me and it was a number I didn't recognize was slightly a surprise. So I seen it as an 816 area code, which is our area code. And I answered it. And the guy says, hey, this is Bill. Uh, And I still remember his name, Bill Clinton, surprisingly. He's like, I got a postcard from you. I have a house and um, I I, want to sell it. It's $20,000. I'm not negotiating. I know what it's worth. Um, And I'm all I could think of saying was, can I come and look at it? And I don't even know what I'm looking at, but it's like, I know that's the next step is to go look at the property. So he agrees to meet me there. I go and look at the house. And I'm like doing, I like to negotiate. I like the process of negotiation. So I just asked, I'm like, is there any way to come down off that 20,000? Nope, it's 20,000. And all negotiation skills went completely out the window because I was just like, all right, sounds good, 20,000. That deal I got under contract. And then in conversations, going back to the importance of having conversations with people, telling them what you're doing, a friend of mine said, hey, my uncle is buying distressed properties in town. So if you get anything, call him. So I got his number. I called him. I'm like, I got this property. I want $40,000 for it. It's a duplex. Here's, I mean, it's distressed. It needs rehabbed. Uh, but like it, you could make a lot of money on this thing. And so I did a FaceTime walkthrough with him and he's like, yep, I'll take it. So I got the assignment contract, which the assignment contract is essentially you giving up your equitable interest to another person for a price. Um, so I actually go to, at the same time this is all happening, 
the the Max Maxwell 30-Day Wholesaling Challenge is the event that I did. Well, Max was having an event in Atlanta, and I'm like, I got to go to this. Because if I'm going to do this and it's going to be sustainable, I need to learn. I did one deal for 8500 I just got my second deal under contract for, for a $20,000 assignment fee. So I'm like, okay, let's go. So we go to the event, and I close that deal while I'm at the conference, which was freaking awesome because that was a 20 so if you think about it i needed $4500 to cover my living expenses the first deal i got was 8500 the second deal i got was a $20000 wholesale fee so i just made in literally the first 30 days doing this i made $28500 doing a wholesaling challenge which saying this out out like saying this out loud, literally, I'm still, I have to go back to that because so much has changed since then. Like now we're doing, you know, 70 deals a, a year. We're, I mean, uh, we're averaging about 15 to $20,000 per deal, but everything is so different. But going back and thinking about where I was in the first 30 days of getting out of the nine to five and knowing that I can do this. The proof of concept was done after the first deal, but after the second deal, I had already made my base salary for my nine to five job. I've already covered living expenses for Megan and I for four months. Like I'm fine. Like we can do this. So from that point on, it was a hundred percent full invest, like just hit the wholesaling as hard as I could. And in the first year, we did 73 deals and I had no clue if that was good, if that was bad. Like, I don't know anybody else doing this. So apparently it was good. Uh, that was an awesome experience in the first year. So that is a very fast highlight of what I did uh, to get out of my nine to five job. I really believe that wholesaling is a good way to get out of your nine to five job. There's so many ways after that to maintain the sustainability because that is something that you will want to pay attention to is is wholesaling something that I can do for the rest of my life or should I be doing things to make sure that I'm setting myself up um, for success in the future but the process of wholesaling was it was a phenomenal way for me it transformed my way of thinking it transformed my way of life and it has set my family on a new completely new trajectory that we've never been on um, and like the excitement when you go and you get a $20,000 check that in most cases that's at least half of what an earned salary is for a lot of people in the country off of literally a 30-day window like that is all you need and honestly the first deal at 8500 was just a, just a little bit of the fuel to to the fire. It got everything going, got the proof of concept. Um, and then it was just, for me, it was just hitting the gas pedal and really investing the time and doing it and the commitment and doing it every day and the repetition. Um, but I uh, that, is, that is the story. I, there's so much to cover, but I really just wanted to make sure that um, I was speaking to the 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 window of time of me getting out of the nine to five, um, and super excited uh, to be able 
able to share this with everyone. And I hope that it inspires you to take that step for you to go out, for you to go out and get driving for dollars started and go out and get your first deal. After you get your first deal, the proof of concept will kick in. You'll have confidence in what you're doing and the resources are out there. This podcast provides so much detail and so much good information for you. If you want to get out of your nine to five job, I'm telling you, it can be done. And every week we get the opportunity to talk to people that are in the same boat and that have gotten out of their their nine to five job. So if you're listening and this is something that you want to experience, follow along, participate in what, what wholesaling can bring to you and follow us on here. Give us a like, uh, subscribe to the podcast, continue listening because this will absolutely change your life. Um, I believe in you and super thankful to be able to par- to be able to be a part of this podcast and see if we can help uh, you be successful in your future. So thank you so much for allowing me the opportunity in your day to tell my story. I hope that I've inspired you. I hope I've hope I've given you a level of information and encouragement that you can take the first step of going out and getting your first deal and changing your life. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Deal Machine Real Estate Investing Podcast. Please leave us a review and follow along wherever you're listening to your podcast.